Chicago. This is your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we got JC, we got Johnny the Beatman, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Tuesday. We'll open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. That's where you can watch this show and all the shows brought to you by Connie's Pizza. So glad you're in with us today. Uh, still to come, we'll have shot or no shot in an hour, but Cap... We got to talk about Ryan Poles because he's going to speak with the media today at 1030. Will he say anything? Well, we'll find out. But ultimately, as we say a lot on this show, it is about Justin Fields, not just here, but also nationally. People are intrigued with the story of who and what Justin Fields is and what he can be. And I'm just um, looking at this offseason thinking that the Bears are going to do what's best for Justin Fields. Offensive line, that means weapons around him, defense, whatever it takes. To me, he's the centerpiece of all of this. Even though you're starting and leveling off this franchise, there's one rose through the concrete, and that is Justin Fields, the bright spot of this dull season that we've seen. Ryan Poles, when he goes to the podium, good morning to you, my friend, When Ryan Poles goes to the podium today, he has to commit to his quarterback. I know there's this narrative out there, well, just leave all your options. Well, we're considering taking a quarterback. You can't do that. You cannot do that because tomorrow morning, whether you pick up the Sun-Times or the Tribune, yes, they still make newspapers, Mm -hmm. or you're on Twitter or you're on whatever app looking at the sports stories, it cannot say... Bears GM refuses to back his quarterback because that becomes a stupid narrative all winter long unless you're truly going to move on from him. And I don't believe they are. I believe after listening to him speak at his locker yesterday, that's his football team. So when he goes to the podium today, Ryan Poles, he is going to commit to his quarterback. If he doesn't, There's massive change coming to this organization. He has to stand up there and go, look, 3-14, and no one ever wants to be in this position again. But now that we are, we're going to take every call. We're going to maximize everything. But Justin Fields is our quarterback. Shane Norley. Isn't there an argument, though, to be made that you have to do some type of smokescreen, given you have the number one pick. You have to tell people. And I know Cap thinks there's not a lot of value in it, but you have to kind of just say all options are open. And maybe you talk to Justin in, in behind closed doors and you just say, look, got to do what we got to do. We got to tell the media what we got to tell the media. You're our guy. But 
look, we have the number one pick in the draft, and we need to make this thing as valuable as possible. So we're going to act like we might take a quarterback. Well, I've always been of the philosophy that you don't tell everybody everything. You don't tell everybody all that you know. And if you're Ryan Poles, you hold your cards close to the vest. The idea that you would just tell the press right now exactly what the plan is is not smart business. You do what's best for the Bears. You keep it internal. Everybody doesn't need to know everything that you're doing. I think, though, as far as my guess, my guess is is that you'd rather go with the commodity that you know versus the commodity that you don't. Of course, you have all these options. People will call and ask for Justin Fields, I'm sure. But if you're Ryan Poles, do the smart thing. You build around something that you do know versus uh, a rookie quarterback that you got to continue to mold and shape. Something that you do know that you like. Mm-hmm. By all accounts, his teammates love Justin Fields. They talk about his work ethic and his leadership and his athleticism and the wow factor. I think people put too much stock in what's said up there at times. I do believe that. I don't think the other GMs are going, oh, God, did you hear what he said to the Chicago media? He might take a court. They don't give a flying rip about that because all they have to do is make the call. Oh, you're thinking of taking a quarterback. Well, what would it take to get Justin? Not talking about that. You want to talk about the pick? The pick's for sale. You don't. You have to back your guy today. You do, or you got more chaos than you want to deal with. What do you mean? So what did Justin not do that you're not committed committed to him? No chance. You cannot do that unless you're truly moving on. I just think that what you say and what you do are two different things, Cap. I mean, like you could say that you back him, and if you feel in the back of your mind, hey, I got this sweetheart of a deal where this team is going to offer me the world, then I think I might take it. Bingo, you're exactly right. Yeah. He stands up there today and says, "We love Justin. He's our guy. We're looking forward to building around him going forward." And all of a sudden, it's you know April sixth. What the Bears traded just? What happened? You committed to him on January the tenth. Things changed. They called us and made us an offer that we just, we sat in our room and went, we can't turn this down. But there's no way you're coming out today saying, yeah, we'll take calls and consider taking a quick. No chance. I'll be shocked. Do you see why, Cap, that for some that see the world upside down, that see it totally different from everybody else, people that want to be contrarian, why some called us yesterday and said, oh, the number one pick, that doesn't matter. Do you understand the world of opportunity for a franchise when you have the number one pick? Now, again, you could stand pat. You could trade it. You can go down. There's so many things that you could do with that number one pick. It's not just like, I believe in this player. I'm going to stand right here with this number one player. He's only There's only one player on our board. That's not how NFL team works. That's not how it works, Cap. This is why it's so important to be number one at anything. The Bears have been so bad this year. Just to be able to get the number one pick says that the world is your oyster. Anything could happen with that number one pick. Agree. You hope that that can manifest into something special for the future for this franchise. We cannot underline this even. We can't underline this more. How important this draft is and this era of Bears football. There's so many moving parts right now. Usually it's just a, a flat franchise that's just in the draft and you're just trying to mull your way through another season. Now, this is new and fresh for polls. The hope is, is that the upside is way greater than it has been in a long time in this town. Completely agree. But again, when he goes to the podium and he talks about, you know, we don't ever want to be in this position, but now that we are, we're going to leave no stone unturned to make this team better. Is Justin your quarterback going forward? That's the first question. I will be very surprised if he says, we're not sure. 
We're going to evaluate everything. We'll take every call. If he says that, that's shockwave stuff. Yes. I think he comes out, as you said, you can always, April 26th, go, we got a phone call this morning that we just, we couldn't turn down. They offered us the world, and we set a high price, and they exceeded it. But he's back at his guy today. Let me let you in on a conversation I had with my cousin Wiley mm-hmm. about Justin Fields. Because yep. he was, like you, he was a Trubisky backer. Loved Mitch when he was drafted. Believed that that was going to be the guy for the next 10 years. Hey, you're a fan. You have every right to believe in the players that are drafted or those that come in. You expect them to be difference makers. So Wiley and I are going back and forth about um, Justin Fields. And said, he says, well, you know, he was sacked 55 times, but he holds the ball too long. And, and I don't know if he should be the quarterback next year. I said, okay, hold on a second. And he's one of these never-Justin guys. And, it, again, there's not a lot of them, but we've heard from some on the show throughout the year about how, you know, with the Bears should move on from Justin Fields. And I said, listen, this is the problem in our sports society. So you take a young player like Justin Fields with his first full official year as a quarterback, the starting quarterback for this football team, and you don't think that he can grow? It's amazing that someone could see just a handful of games or, or look at a season and say, you know what, I saw this, that's who he is. You mean to tell me that that young man can't grow and get better? Called player development and adding more talent. You're right. Nobody wants to wait anymore. Because there are some that are listening right now, including my cousin Wiley, who feels like what we saw with him being loose with the football is exactly who he's going to be. So there's no room for growth. He's never going to get any better. So just move on to a young quarterback that you don't know whether or not he could be able to help your franchise or not. Go back through the litany of whether it's want to fire a coach too soon. Remember Coach K? They wanted to fire him. Oh, yeah. Early. Early in his tenure. They they were sleeping outside the arena at Duke. Fire this guy. He's incompetent. He's only the winningest coach in the history of the sport because the AD stuck with him. Or closer to home. Get Lowry marking it out of here. He had 49 the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this guy play going, boy, he'd look good as a stretch four on our team. Got to get him out at age 22. We want everything today. Well, if they, you know, if they go 5-12 and 12 next year, mm-hmm. but they've got some good young players. They just couldn't get over the hump in tight games. They had injuries, whatever it is. Well, that rebuild stinks. Let's get another one go. Settle down. You have to wait. Even in 2023, you have to wait to see the development. Yes. But some, but some don't want that. They want instant gratification yesterday. And listen, if you have a financial investment in the Bears where you go to the games and it, and it costs a fortune for you to uh, have a family and friends go to those games and get those tickets, I understand. Because you want to see a uh, return in your investment. I understand that. At the same time, though, you have to understand what the plan is for the Chicago Bears. I mean, everyone can see that the Bears were able to tank and put themselves in this position to try to grow. Let me just make sure I put the caveat out there for those that hadn't heard me say this before. It is difficult to tank in the National Football League. It's difficult to do that. Baseball, we've, we've documented how easy it is for in baseball, like the uh, World Series champion Astros, it's easy for you to be able to do that. You lose a lot. You build on your roster, you spend in free agency money, and boom, you're right there. And the NFL is very difficult. You're correct. To, to have sustained success in tank, very difficult. Very difficult. But here's the thing, Cap, that's different, though. And there's a lot of differences that we've already talked about, but let me point out something else. Cap, I think that with this Bears team 
being reimagined and trying to be an offensive-minded team, this is different than what we've seen for decades. Usually you built through defense, whether it's free agency or the draft, correct? For years it's been the defense. Correct. They're trying to make this an offensive juggernaut. They're trying. For, for, for better. Because usually it's like, well, get stud defensive guys and we'll see what happens on the offense. No, they want to have balance for the first time in this franchise's history. A long time. Offense. It's not being built through linebackers and safeties and takeaways. It's about trying to get some points on the board, which we saw this year in a losing season. Right, you're going to have to do both. you got to be able to stop the run. There's so many things. The question is, did they have to take it to the studs to be able to do this? Did they have to... Could yes. they have built on a 6-11 and 11 team? They, he did nothing. Like, we're all blindly following Ryan Poles because we have no other choice. He hasn't done anything yet that you go, wow. That's true. Except give away guys. He added nothing. Brisker looks like he'll be a good player. Kyler Gordon looks like he'll be a good player. What else have we done? Oh, we haven't, he hasn't done anything. Got a punter? Yeah, he hasn't done anything yet. But it's his first year, too. Correct. I have to wait on him, too. Right. Like, I mean, I'm not demanding that he's not the guy. But he's, he's his you-know-whats are on the chopping block now. Hey, listen. You better not mess this up. You say, well, did the Bears have to chop it all the way down to the bottom and only have Justin Fields as your main stud on the team? Well, it's either that or be Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's either that or be New Orleans or, or be Atlanta. Those teams are 7-10. and 10. Right, that's where we would have been. We would have been talking about he had what? He pushed his chips in, kept Khalil Mack and For Roquan sure. Smith and Robert Quinn and spent his cap space and gotten somebody? Hmm. Maybe, maybe you're 8-9, and 7-10. and ten. Yeah, and then what does that mean in the NFL? Death. <laughs> because, you know why? Because the middle sucks. Right, damn it. That kid that went 11th, we're picking 14th. We're 17th. Yes. Give me the number one pick. There's layers to this. You could be at the top of the heap or at the bottom like the Bears, but in the middle, sucks. Because you don't know if you need to tear it up or build on the crap that you already have. Agreed. (laughs) Well said. And the Bears have been in the middle for a long time. So let's open the phone lines here. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number, Bears fans. Shay, let's open the phone lines and ask this. So Ryan Poles, he speaks today at 1030. Does he need to explicitly... Commit to Justin Fields. Does he need to commit today? And are you committing to Justin Fields? Because, yes, the world is your oyster when you have the number one pick. However, I believe that Justin Fields is one of the guys that you build on. You build around. Do you feel the same? Cap and I will take your phone calls, and we'll hear from Justin Fields. Coming up next, Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJHood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan. Jonathan Hood with you on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show. Talking to you about the Bears, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Ryan Pohl speaks today at 1030. Now, it'll be Carmen and Yurko. They'll be able to review that sound uh, coming up at noon. 
So we'll be, if you missed it, you'll be able to hear from Ryan Poles at noon with Carmen and Yurko, and you'll get the full context of everything he's talking about. Yeah, I'll be locked in watching Ryan Poles speak while I finish my game prep for tonight. I've got a big tilt over at the Credit Union One Arena. Hmm. That would be Drake at UIC. Hmm. Hmm. I think you're going to be doing the same game. I will be there as well. I made sure that you're... Uh, 100 yards away from me at all time. You'll be at one end and I'll be at the other end of the table. Actually, you are doing it from the parking garage. It's a new <laughs> concept. Okay. <laughs> okay. Better view. 312-332-3776. Our phone number does. Uh, Ryan Poles need to explicitly commit to Justin Fields. And what we're talking about is, is that, you know, when Ryan Poles goes up there, you know that this dogged media, this aggressive media here in oh, Chicago. God. Oh, I mean, Patsy will be there. Yep. Cronin's going to be there. Leisure is going to find out whether or not. My question is, will Potsy get up there and say, and I love you, Potsy, but Ryan, I gave you guys a B plus. So tell me your thoughts on the way the season unfolded at 3-14. and 14. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know they're going to ask. Like, are you committed to Justin Fields? There's no, Wiederer, all those guys, they will ask. Yes, no 100%. Question. So, so, and so that's the question. Does he need to commit to Justin Fields? Your thoughts. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you this morning here on this Tuesday. We start off first with James and Gurney on ESPN 1000. Good morning, James. Jimmy! Good morning, fellas. A couple of congratulations, Hoodie, on your award. That's awesome. First Thank number one show. Happy New Year. You guys rock, man. Congratulations to everybody. You. Thank you very much. And Zed and Shay. I love you guys. So, I don't necessarily care if he commits or doesn't commit. I hear I hear both sides of the coin. I hear where you're coming from, Cap. All just the turmoil it may bring. But Justin is the guy, I hope. And, I, and I'm, I'm like, I'm leaning. Just some of his, but we've talked about it. You guys talked about it thoroughly. And I agree with even Waddle said and what you, the, the talent, the roster. But there's some things I like to see this kid get rid of the ball quicker, progress a little bit more. There's a lot. I watched a lot of tape this year. There's a lot of open guys he missed. So there's a lot of progression for Justin, but I think all three of these, uh, Justin Stroud and uh, Young, are going to have similar careers. I think Justin may have just a little bit better career. Now, I don't even know if it's the right thing to do if there was the Peyton Manning that was just a, the, you know what I'm saying, like that one quarterback that you knew, the Joe Montana or the Joe Burrow, but you never even really know that. So I don't think it's necessary for them to trade out. But if they make that decision, they're hanging their head on, they're hanging their head on a decision that could either go either way. So. I think Justin's the guy, and again, I just don't think there's too much difference in the talent gap between them three, and I think Justin's bigger, stronger, and if he could just progress with more talent, like everything you talked about, we're going to see, but it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of talk about it over, until April, right? Love nope. you guys, and congratulations on everything. Thank you, Appreciate James. you. I, I mean, but again, the mindset's different, Cap. This mindset is about trying to have more offense on the field. You're trying to catch up with the, with the Joneses offensively in this league. Look, it's an offensive league. No matter how much you might love your defense and getting after the quarterback, it's an offensive league. And putting points on the board matters. Even in this losing season, I'll give you an example, the Cowboy game. I mean, <laughs> it was lopsided, but the point is that the Bears were getting, putting some points on the board. Here's the Patriots putting points on the board. And I like the the exotic design of some of the things that Getsy has done. I mean, just like direct snaps to Cole Komet and to Montgomery, all that. It was some fun plays that we saw this year, but that's because Getsy Fields in the offense did some good things. But the defense sucked. Defense sucked, and the pass game was woeful because we have receivers that couldn't get any separation. We had an offensive line that couldn't protect as well as it needed to. 
and Justin needs significant development. He would tell you that, and I'm his biggest backer. But he needs talent around him, and he needs to continue to get better as well. And I know there's some Never Justin people that because they call in not just our show but uh, other shows as well, Cap. They believe that, well, what's in the draft is better than what we have right now. How do you know that? How do you know that? I can just tell you right now, as uh, from your eyes and from my eyes, watching college football on Saturdays, I don't see a absolute sure thing as far as a quarterback position is concerned. Not just yet. I was talking to a friend of mine last night who's been a GM in the league. No, his name's not Ryan Pace. He said the problem that the Bears have, he said it's there isn't Trevor Lawrence at the top of the draft. He said when Mahomes came out, if you'll remember, he... He was not, oh my God, Patrick Mahomes. It was, there was questions. He was wild and inconsistent. Correct. Crazy. He said everyone liked his arm strength and a great kid, and his dad was a pro baseball player, so he'd grown up in that culture. He had a lot of good things. But he said that there were a lot of people that went, I don't know. Can he harness all that? He got in the perfect situation with the great tutor in Alex Smith and the best possible coaching mentor in Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. But he said when Trevor Lawrence came out, every single person went, that's the guy. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. He said there have been those rare guys, Peyton Manning, a few others. He said and then there's been ones you thought were generational that didn't work out like Ryan Leaf for other reasons off the field. And he's cleaned his life up. God bless him. But he said this one, he said Bryce Young, awfully slightly built. Can he last? Are you mortgaging everything for him? Somebody might. Will Levis, he said, I don't know. He's got a lot of skill, but I don't know if he's that guy. He said, C.J. Stroud, for as much as I like him, there's some processing things. Is he, you know, because of the Ohio State talent level, playing Northwestern and Illinois and all these teams versus playing in the National Football League? He said, that's the one issue that might limit or put a governor on how much you can get in trade. Here's Jim and Crystal Lake on ESPN 1000 with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Jim. Hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, so, you know, Justin Fields, I think, you know, as much as we're talking about other, you know, uh, putting him to bed and, and uh, drafting other quarterbacks, if you think about it, I think Justin Fields is the perfect fit for what the Bears are doing. I mean, you're going to have some veteran free agents coming in that, you know, they're going to like working with Justin. And then you got rookies. Justin's attitude is like, I think is like perfect for rebuilding this thing. And you don't know what these other guys' attitudes really are. And as far as committing to Justin Fields on the podium, as your question was, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what these guys say. It's all just, you know, something good to say. You know, it, it's, a, it's a business. So that, that's where I stand with the whole commit, committing to Justin. I, I don't think it really matters what he says and what he doesn't. Do you? But you're committing to him, and that's the most important thing, right? Well, you know, my opinion really doesn't matter too much. But, but it does well, to uh, you. Yeah. But it does to us. You're one, of, <laughs> you're one of our guys, Jim. What are you talking about? Your opinion matters. Uh, man, that's right. I needed that this morning, you know? I needed a little uplifting, so I appreciate that, Hood. No, absolutely. I mean, you're one of our guys. Of course, everyone's opinion matters when it comes to this, uh, this team because for the next 10 years, we're going to be on quite a ride here. <laughs> new stadium, new presidents coming, you know, new assets to this football team. It's going to be quite a ride here. Well, the other thing is when Ryan Poles sits down and talks to 
Jonathan Hood, the left tackle, who's a free agent at the top of the market. Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing at quarterback? Uh, it's Justin. Oh, because it didn't sound that way when you spoke. It's just, hey, man, here's our quarterback. We're all in behind this guy. We're going to do the best possible thing to build this team. Again, if he goes to that podium and says, yeah, I'm not sure yet. I got to evaluate. Excuse me? You're not sure after the season if he's your guy or not. Now the whole narrative changes. It does. Yeah. It does not preclude him from taking a call from the Tennessee Titans, just to pick one random. What are you doing at quarterback? You trading that pick? I want that pick. Tell me what the cost is. Well, I might take a quarterback. Okay, then talk to me about Justin. He can have all those conversations. And if they say, well, uh, okay, you can keep the pick then because you're not all in on your guy. That's fine. I've got the Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks and the Lions and the this and the that all calling. If you want the pick, here's the price. 312-332-3776 our phone number. Does Ryan Poles need to explicitly uh, commit to Justin Fields? We'll get your phone calls in on that. And also, still to come, we're going to hear from Justin Fields himself, the quarterback for the Bears, who spoke to the press yesterday. Captain J. Hood, weekday mornings, 7 to 10. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Last night... The national champion, Georgia Bulldogs, defeated TCU by a score of 65-7. to Also, the Bulls, they lose to the Celtics last night. DeMar DeRozan injured his quad. We'll find out more from Billy Donovan within the framework of our program here on Cap'n J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad you're with us here on this Tuesday morning on your ride into work. We're talking about the Bears. Uh, as far as Ryan Poles, he speaks today at 1030. And again, there, if you listen to Carmen Yurko starting at noon, you'll be able to hear in its entirety the thoughts from Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears. And the question is, does he need to explicitly commit to Justin Fields? And just my whole thing is, is that my whole world as a Bears fan is what's best for Justin Fields. When, but when you have the number one pick, there's so many different options that you can go there is value to him having the number one pick. It's not the number one pick, oh, you know, usually that's a bust. Or, boy, if you get someone at the number one pick, that will never live up to the hype. It's not about that. It's about value with that pick. You could do so many different things with that number one pick. And for Ryan Poles, you could be able to find something in this draft that you could uh, fill a hole with, offense or defense. So one of our fine listeners following up with what you just said, Holly Miller Anderson says, guys, Bears GM flirting with trading our first-round draft pick for another QB is like being in a relationship. Again, not we're not talking about behind the scenes here, publicly. It's like being in a relationship where you love your partner, but I also want to see what else is out there. Absolutely. You can't do that. Can't cheat. Publicly. You can't come out and go, yeah, I love you, honey. But I, I just want to take her out. Just see. <laughs> Can't just, do it. Just for a test drive. Correct. Let me just take a look. Correct. Under the hood. Let's see what we got. Correct. Shay. 
Did you just say you can't cheat publicly? <laughs> Privately, sure. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying he yes. can make the calls quietly behind the scenes. Yes. What I'm saying is he cannot go to the podium and go, you know, all things are in play. I might not have Justin here. You cannot do that. I was talking about football metaphorically, though, Shay. From a football standpoint. It sounded a little like Cap might have been talking about relationships. Just cheat privately. That's all right. As long as you're cheating privately, that's fine. Why can't he just go out there and say, all th- we're going to evaluate everything and see what happens? You can have the conversation you need to have with fields behind closed doors. That's a different thing. You know, he may say that. He may say that we're evaluating. Because you actually are. One way. It doesn't mean that Justin's leaving, but you are evaluating the entire process. I'll be surprised if he does not commit to Justin Fields. If he doesn't, then there's a chance he's the strong chance he's not here. He will be peppered into questions to the point where he'll commit one way or the other, I believe. It'll be multiple questions of that ilk. I mean, if, I he, believe. if he says, we're evaluating everything, well, are you not committing to Justin? We're going to evaluate it. Ryan. You, you've had, he's been here two years. You've been here with him a year. Are, is he your quarterback or not going forward? Oh boy, that's a that's a t- that's a tough one. There. Well, I'm not sure. Um, Oof, dude, he does not want all that nonsense. Is he your quarterback for the future or not, Jason Leisure? Right. <laughs> that's a, I mean, whether it's Potsy or yeah. whoever, Courtney. Somebody's got to get up there and go. Okay. This is a clear question, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Are you committed to Justin Fields as the quarterback of the Chicago Bears in 2023? Or might you not have him here and you draft a quarterback at number one? That's a direct question. Here's Clint on the northwest side on ESPN 1000. Hey, Clint. Good morning, guys. Love your show. Thank God somebody's better than the score. Well, All right, well, we'll thank you very much. That. Appreciate you. And we'll water, get past that. And water's well. You know. Hey, hey, got to get my toe in somewhere, right? All right, gentlemen, this is what I'm thinking, all right? If your polls turn around, you could trade, call up Seattle. You want DK Metcalf and some of that draft capital that they got from Denver for that bust out Russell Wilson. You turn around, you got $118 million in the bank that you can turn around and spend on other free agents. You look at Justin Fields and say, you got one year, my man, one year. If this ain't working out, and we brought you a stud wide receiver. You got a good secondary, uh, a capable receiver in Claypool. You got Cole Komet. Who knows what they're going to do with David Montgomery? You got Herbert that that's more than serviceable. You tell Justin, you got one year. If this doesn't work, you're gone. We can't deal with you. Okay, one thing. DK Metcalf's dead cap hit is $34.5 million. They're not eating that. Takes more than two years to develop a quarterback, pal. It just does. It's not the one year or else though. It doesn't work that way. And nobody's going to threaten if it doesn't. I'm moving. No. Is it fair to say your threes the make or break? This is a different conversation. But like with Fields, I don't want to move on right now. But is it fair to say next season's make or break for you? Like if it's going to happen, you kind of see it year three. If it's not going to happen. It, by year three, it doesn't happen usually. Well, officially, it would be year two with him being the full the starter, non-stop, uh, full stop. Correct. This is the in, and second year in this system. Yes, is that? But is that fair though? Because I know you're counting the years that he's been in the league, Shay. But right. Sec, but, but next year will be his second full year as a starter with no one over his shoulder, and I think that 
more than two years, I think you can get an, an idea of where the team's going. doesn't necessarily tell you that the quarterback's going to be great. I think that in 2025, when we get there, that should be make or break because that's three full years at the job or three years at the job. See, the issue I, the issue I have sense? with it is then you have the option year up against you. Like it doesn't I, – I agree that you have year three is year two for him in this system and year two with this coaching staff and year two is the full time you're the starter. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change the fact that his contract expires at the same time. Fair. Makes sense, right? But then you also have the ability to tag him. True. You could tag him mm-hmm. and get an extra year out of it. That's what the Ravens are considering doing with Lamar Jackson now, tagging him. I, I just want to make sure it's clear, Cap, that this would be coming up next year, the second full year as a starter with this team. In two years, do you know who Justin Fields is, or does it take a third year? I'd say it takes at least at least three years. And that, that third year, if you haven't put talent around him, better the offensive line, better the team overall, if you're not ready to win at that point in time, some serious doubts. Correct. And they also have to, as you said, surround him with talent. Whether that's trading back and getting a mother load of draft capital. And then you have to have the patience to let said young players develop. Mm-hmm. Just because we draft three guys in the top 15 from some major trade that they make does not mean those three 21-year-old kids are ready to win at the National Football League level. That is true. That is true. It's because you drafted doesn't necessarily mean that you're ready to win. Like I told you, Sylvie and Yurk got into this yelling match. It was Mm good-natured on Crosstalk one day. Sylvie said, we need more talent. Yurk said, you need to learn how to win. And they're both right. They're both right. Yeah. Yeah. Sylvie's right. Mm -hmm. If I drop a bunch of really good 20-year-olds on the roster, my roster's more talented. But as Yurk said, you also got to learn how to play against freaking men. Mm -hmm. There's 28, 29-year-old, 30-year-old men who have proven it at that level and know how to navigate the National Football League. That all takes time. Zach in Bensonville on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Hello, Zach. Morning, gentlemen. How we doing? We're well, thanks. Thanks for checking in. Um, I I don't think people are really acknowledging how bare this Bears roster is. I mean, there you you have a wide receiver that I think is a number two at best on most other rosters, and you're still seeing flashes from Justin Fields like he's something special. Um, I think personally for Poles, what he needs to do is be non-committal in the press, but still have that conversation with Justin that. They are committed to him for now. Um, I don't think there's any reason that before his fifth-year option he should go anywhere. Um, you, you spend that much capital on a quarterback in the, in the draft, you need to at least give him a shot with, with guys around him. Um, be non-committal. Get, see what you can get in this draft. I mean, there's so many pieces in this draft that you could add to the roster. You're talking Will Anderson, Jalen Carter. There's a ton of upside receivers um, from the first, second round. I mean, you can, you can get a ton for this first overall pick. But if you come out and commit to Justin Fields right away, uh, you, you teams know you don't really want a quarterback there, so you're going to trade it for something. If you come out non-committal while Justin Fields knows that you are committed to him for at least the near future, then you can you can at least make it look like you're interested in, in Young or Stroud or whoever you want to talk about um, and get what you can for that pick. I think they need to draft trade back and get as much as they can to help this roster out. I agree with you, and we've been saying it, and thanks for the call. This roster is so 
far from competitive. Mm-hmm. They need an infusion of free agents, trades, draft picks, and they got to stack one draft on top of the next. 312-332-3776 is our phone number still to come. Shot or no shot at 8 o'clock. We'll hear from the great Albert Breer coming up in 45 minutes from SI and Monday morning quarterback. We'll get his thoughts about the Bears of the National Football League as well. If you're on hold, you will be on the air. Uh, does Ryan Poles need to commit to Justin Fields in his press conference today at 1030? We're talking about it on your ride in. It's Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget, we got Chowder No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. And Alex Brown's going to be with us at 9 o'clock. Alex could not be with us on Monday because, you know, he's traveling and was not able to be with us in our customary Monday slot. So he's going to be with us today at 9 right here on ESPN 1000. Oh, Justin Fields, quarterback for the Bears, a number of things. He talked about his relationship with Luke Getze. A great relationship. You know, Luke's a, you know, down to earth guy. Um, you know, probably one of the realest coaches I've been around. Um, he'll tell you straight up, and just the kind of person he is—he's he's very genuine. You know, he's smart too, so um, I just love being around him. Um, you can kind of just see his see his soul and kind of see you know how pure it is and just how pure his heart is. So he's a he's a he's a great guy, and you know he I really look up to him. You know, even as a person, as a dad, you know how he is with his wife and kids. I mean, it's amazing. So there's a good relationship there. He says that gets he straight up with him. That's good. You got to be direct. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love the coaches that are, Jonathan, I love you. Here's what you did wrong. That's Danny upstairs. <laughs> How you feel? Feels, uh, feels, feels pretty good. So, solid. Um, I mean, I was like 80%, so that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably, I mean, I could have. But I mean, I don't know if I'd have played my best game with it. So yeah. No, I was glad that he. I'm glad he didn't play against Minnesota. No, I had nothing else to see there. Th- think about how much we were misled by Flus, mm-hmm. who I'm not all in on. Mm-hmm. If it was a playoff game, he couldn't have played. Last Sunday, he's ready to go. He will be playing Monday. Well, we're going to talk about it Tuesday. Justin Fields is out. He came in to complain about his hip. So the groin, is it the groin or the hip? It's the hip. My, my bad. Justin was day-to-day with a separated oh. shoulder earlier in the year. Is this, why is this injury much more, so that much more serious that he's out now? Yeah, it's just what the doctor said. That's what the doctor said it was. They said he strained his, his groin, and, and he's not going to be able to go full speed by, by Sunday. So this is where it is. So is it groin or hip or both? It's a, it's a, I'm sorry, it's hip. My bad. <laughs> Can't get the lies And then Justin says yesterday, oh, yeah, 80%. I, I couldn't. <laughs> playoff game, I could have got off there. Here's one other thing. Here's one other nugget that we have not considered. So I'll make a parallel to the Arizona Cardinals and bring it back to the Bears. So because Cliff Kingsbury has been let go, mm-hmm. um, the word is is that Ownership says that Kyler Murray, the quarterback for Arizona, will have a say in the new head coach. Yeah, that's a joke. 
So it's interesting that the question was asked to Justin Fields, how involved do you want to be in the offseason moves? And Justin said. I mean, you know, I think Ryan has a, I mean, I know Ryan has a great understanding of, you know, what needs to be done around here, you know, what holes, you know, we might need to fill and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, that's not my job to, you know, control any of that, you know, whatever he needs me to do in terms of, you know, recruiting and stuff like that. And I'm sure we're going to have that conversation here in a bit. So um, whatever he's going to do, you know, uh, I fully trust him. And, you know, his, his goal is to, you know, make the best team he can uh, for us. So um, I know he's going to do a great job of that. And you know, we're going to, of course, you know, get better and work in the offseason. So, yeah. There you go. He's going to let Ryan, Ryan Poles generally manage the team. Yeah, the fact that they literally came out and said, oh, yeah, we're going to let Kyler Murray have a say in who the coach is. Are you insane? He plays for the team. He doesn't run the team. Kyler, here's your new head coach. That's it. That's exactly right. Players don't get involved in who the coach is. A joke. Derek in Brooklyn, New York, listening on the ESPN Chicago app to Cap and Jay Hood. Hey, D. Yo, good morning, Jay Hood. Cap, what's going on? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Um, comment and a, just uh, and a question. Um, I believe. Listen, I believe in Justin Fields, man. I believe he has the talent. You just have to surround him with a, a good offense. You got to build through the trenches, man, through the line, both defensive and offensive line. Once you build those up. Like I said yesterday, everything would be better. And um, some I just want to make a comment about I was you know I was listening to Waddle and Silver yesterday, and some dude I don't know named Big C called, and this guy would rather have Bryce Young than Justin Fields, a six foot, hundred and ninety pound dude that can't take it be another two or tongue of a lower dude to get hurt after one hit. I'd rather take my chances with at least you you saw over the last year and a half. Justin is tough. He's a tough dude. Yes, you don't want him to get beat up. You don't want him to get hit. But right. at least he can take. At least he can take a hit and play. Hold these on. other guys, these five nine, six foot, one hundred and ninety five. These dudes, they don't last. Tua's not going to last, man. Well, you know hold on a second, so, Derek. So, Derek. So, let's let's uh, bring in Eddie from the north side. Eddie, do you agree with Derek? Derek, uh, Justin yep. Fields has been injured two years in a row and missed games. So that that's out of the so what about Tua? Because what about he gets Tua? injured too. What about Tua? Yeah, I, Who, I, who's I, missed more? I'm not even high on game. Tua. I, I'm really not high on Tua. But do you think if we did trade Justin Fields that we could get a number one draft pick? You really believe that these quarterbacks that's coming out is, is any of these dudes that's coming out is better than Justin right now? Derek's so right. I I, I like the guys from Kentucky and Stanford. You draft one of them. You draft a receiver from TCU. Who who does this guy guy in Kentucky play against, man? Justin played against top top competition. The the dude in Kentucky, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to knock him for the division he played in, but he didn't play against tougher, tougher, tougher teams than what Justin played against. Derek, I have an understanding. Even the guy from Kentucky... Stanford or Tennessee, if you threw any of them quarterbacks on Alabama or Ohio State, they'd have the exact same stats as C.J. Stroud and Justin. Probably not. I mean, Hendon Hooker has a blown ACL. I don't think you could drop him on any team if you have the same stats. Jay, inform me about that because I had him in it too. But I'm not drafting a guy with a blown ACL and everything. Oh, at least I got that. I'm going to make a comment that I'm going to hang up, man. Everybody's not blessed 
to have a Justin Herbert go to a team with a Keenan Allen, a Mike Williams, and like every team is not blessed. Trevor Lawrence, he didn't have a good first year and a half. Like like Cap said yesterday and today, Jaguars had to build up to surround Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence played like crap. Under, under Urban Meyer, and right. then his first few games under Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, you stick with Fields. The dude is 6'3", 6'4". He's built like a tank. Build from the trenches, man. Build the lines up. This guy's so me, smart. Absolutely. You are, Derek, right. you're awesome. Take it easy, man. Love you guys. Go Bears. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Derek, we appreciate the phone call. Eddie from the north side. Yeah. <laughs> Take so that, that, Eddie. So, so there you have it. Yeah, giving us guys with a blown ACL to be the, the replacement quarterback for the Bears. Hey, look, Derek is so accurate. Justin, 6'3", 230. He's built like a beast, and he had literally nothing around him. Yes. couple running backs that are fine. Like if, And I love David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Good guys. Yeah. If you took them out and dropped two other reasonable facsimiles of said running back, you would not notice the difference. We don't have the DK Metcalfs and the CD Lambs and the Tyreek Hills and the Jalen Waddles. I mean, come on, man. What are we talking about here? In two minutes, we'll give you a shot or no shot right here on Chicago's Home for Sports.